The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Well, I must have not been paying attention. When you were just talking to me Do you think that you could repeat the question And I listen more No way I'm hitting Baba Paz today oh, Definitely struggling a little bit something in all of that nothing That wasn't quite so easy to see In fact, maybe we'll just kill the, kill the rest of the list i early today Hey, here we go We've got shit to do All right by the way, do you watch Dave Itkins only when he's here? And, like, do you watch him or do you just kind of yeah. listen? No, I do both. Do you see him bristle every time I swear? It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, and, but it's good because it reminds me that I shouldn't be swearing on the air anyway. It right. really does take away from the show. But it is funny to watch him, watch his reaction. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a little kid doing something wrong. Dad just caught me. Big trouble, mister. Yeah. All right, I'm not hitting Papa Pasta. We'll just bounce in early, I guess. Oh, you got a lot to say today. This is going to be a very busy show. All right, let's get this show on the road. Hi, how are you guys doing? My name's Tom Duggan here with the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, atop Two Guys Smoke Shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We've got a great show for you today. And, you know, sometimes I say that and I really don't mean it. Today, I really mean it. I know. Because um, this is going to be really fun. Um, at least for me, it's going to be fun. I don't know about you guys, but I only do this show for my own edification anyway. Uh, before I start, I want to thank Chrissy, my fine, fine producer, and of course our studio audience, Murphy, who, by the way, I saw you shopping with him. Was it his birthday? Yeah. That was so cute. That was so <laughs> adorable. I watched it like three times. Yeah. For his birthday, I like to take him down to the pet store, and he's he he has learned to literally pick his own toy. Like he'll snuffle through all the little bins and he won't necessarily touch anything until he knows that he wants it. And then okay. he'll grab it. So yeah, yeah. I literally let him choose his own birthday presents every year. He's so it's adorable. Fun. He is pretty cute. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Century 21, McLennan Real Estate. Uh, it's actually, I think McLennan Real Estate, Century 21. I don't know. I always say it wrong. But at least I'm not saying McLennan. Yes. Right. No, McClellan. How does, it, how does he, the other ones? Uh, see, I shouldn't say that now, right? Because yeah, now I'm going to screw myself yeah. up. Right, it's McLennan Real Estate Century Correct. 21. The Zinni Pesh, Peshe, Peshi. This one you're just never going to get right. Law Office, Peshi. <laughs> and I want to thank uh, my girl, Jaina Zanny Peshi. Or Peshe or Pesh. Pesh. Um, who came to the office yesterday. She knows I'm struggling. And she brought me um, salad and soup and some food stuff. Uh, for the office, so I don't have to like get up from my desk to eat. I could like just stay there and keep working and eat while I'm while I'm uh, still trying to recover. Uh, so I appreciate her. And by the way, she when I was in the hospital, she sent me a bag, like a big bag, like this big. Uh, she door dashed it to me from uh, the Speedway on Broadway Methuen, 
and it was fire chips, a whole bunch of bags of fire chips, like 20 Ooh. bags of fire chips. Um, so I want to thank her for that. She's always thinking of me. And by the way, if you're ever thinking of me, food is a good way to get on my good side. There you go. All right. Uh, Marston and Sun Construction, EIS Investigation and Gun Training, Borelli's Deli, Part 28. We are going to be there this weekend. Tomo and Shake and Seafood, Clear Path for Veterans, New England, the Doug Mercurio Law Office, who got his first, he got his first client out of, uh, out of his advertising with us today, a woman named Kimberly called me. She said, I saw that guy's ad in your paper, but I don't have a paper with me. His name was Doug something. Can you give me his number? So I passed her along. Uh, AFC Urgent Care, Pleasant Valley Landscaping, and a free shout out to our buddies at JG's Ice Cream. So we've got a pretty good show today. Um, a couple of things I want to get to before we get to the main thrust of what we're going to talk about. Let me pull up my notes here. Uh, our, our editorial on Michelle Wu Klux Klan. Uh, she's the mayor of Boston. That's her new name now because she's a blatant racist. Has gone viral. Newsbreak picked it up. Smart News picked it up. Um, and I'll get you the name of the other uh, uh, news app that also picked it up. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, all right, I'm going to bounce. I'm going to. I'm going to f- skip all of these things. However, next week we are. If I'm here, uh, and there's a really good chance David Consoli is going to be here. Um, but if I'm here next week, we're going to talk a lot about Alex Talcott and the murder of Alex Talcott, and how the Durham police and the courts are covering up his murder. and covering. They know who killed him. They know who killed him. They've admitted that they know who killed him, and they're not releasing his name because they're claiming, you know, they're innocent to proven guilty. We don't want to besmirch anybody. Well, you know what? I pick up newspapers all over the country. You go online, you can look at papers all over the country, and their arrest logs are in the, in the newspaper, and none of those people have been convicted of anything. I have never in my 56 years on this planet heard of a police department and a court sanctioning keeping someone's identity secret when they have killed someone. Even if it was self-defense, even if it wasn't the person's fault, I've never heard that, ever. So I am continuing to uh, investigate now that I'm, I'm feeling at least a little bit better, uh, and I'm going to continue to investigate until we have some answers, but I'm going to talk about that a lot next week. All right, what else? Uh, all right, so let me do the setup on this. This is great. Now, if you watch videos at all on TikTok, on YouTube, um, I actually started getting into it myself. I'm very late to the program on this stuff, um, but I'm not sleeping that much. In the last three or four weeks, my sleep is just horrible. So I've been watching a lot of videos, trying to go to sleep. Because usually like when you're on your phone and your brain is busy, kind of sometimes you fall asleep. It's not really working for me. So I'm watching a lot of videos and I'm watching. There's a lot of guys out there um, who take a video camera and they will go over to someone who's a public employee somewhere, uh, a police station, a DPW yard, uh, you know, the EPA offices, and they will pretty much harass the people that work there with the video cameras. But it's very, very interesting because if you're a, this is, this, today is going to be a, a really good lesson in the First Amendment. If, if someone is a public employee or someone is in public, you don't need their permission to take their picture. You don't need their permission to take, to, to take video of them. All right. So, a lot of people don't know that. And a lot of people who are government employees who kind of have a chip on their shoulder, they kind of think like we work for them, not the other way around. They kind of think we need their permission to do certain things. Um, 
there are a lot of people out there catching them. In fact, I watched a lot of videos last night of a bunch of different people who videotaped getting stopped by the police and police saying, I need to see a license and registration. One guy says, hey, listen, I didn't commit any crime. I'm not showing you my license and registration. He's like, no, you actually have to show me. He said, what's the underlying crime? What is it that you stopped me for? He said, well, we noticed that uh, something like it wasn't a crime. He's like, uh, well, well, we noticed that when you took that corner, uh, you took your eyes off the road. Like It was something stupid, but it wasn't a crime. It wasn't something worth pulling somebody over for. So this guy videotaped and, he video- and, and the guy called his supervisor over and, the, and, the, and he's telling, ordering the guy, turn that camera off. And the guy said, call, guy called him an F and A hole. And he said, well, now I'm going to arrest you for, for, um, for public disturbance. You're not allowed to swear at a police officer, which by the way, you are totally allowed to, you shouldn't do it, but you're totally allowed to swear at a police officer. So, there's a lot of these videos out there. There's a lot of people doing this. They're pushing the limit and kind of educating the public about what are your First Amendment rights? What, what do you have the right to do and not do when you're dealing with somebody who is uh, you know, a government employee? Or, by the way, here's, a, here's another one. I was at the Timoney School in Methuen about 10 years ago, and I took video of everybody that was holding signs for candidates. It's election day. And they're all holding signs for their candidates. And one guy comes over to me and says, you have to delete that video. You didn't get my permission to videotape me. And I said, sir, I'm not being a dick here, but I'm not deleting my video. You are on public property in front of a public school holding a sign for a public election in public. I don't know if you noticed, but the word public there is four times which means I have every right to tape you without your permission. No, and this guy's arguing with me. You need my permission. Massachusetts is a two-party consent state. That's true, unless you're in public. If you're in public and you, have, and you are obviously recording something, like you, you can't hide an audio uh, uh, cassette recorder in your pocket and have a conversation with somebody at the mall and... and and get away with it because you've con- you're concealing that you're recording it. But if you're in public and it's obvious that you're re- recording it, you don't need someone's permission. That's a fact. That's a First Amendment right, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. N- nothing anybody can do about it. There have been police officers who have been fired for arresting people. I've had uh, police officers, when I've gotten to the scene of shootings, come over and scream at me to turn off the camera or they were going to lock me up. Now, because I love police officers... I pretended that I was complying. I pretended that I turned off my camera. It was around my, it was around my neck. I had a, a neck holder, holster on. And I put it down so the camera was down by my chest. And it was still recording everything. But I pretended to comply because I didn't want to fight with the guy. And I love cops, right? So I want to start off right away by saying, I don't recommend people do this, okay? But if you're in a position where you are doing it for whatever reason, and a government employee tells you that you need their permission to record them or to take their picture and they're in public or they're in the performance of doing their job, they're lying to you or they're stupid. Uh, So here's what happened. So one of these guys that does this decided to descend upon Methuen City Hall. And I only found out because a bunch of people called me and said, hey, Tom, one of your Valley Patriot reporters was in City Hall today harassing a bunch of people. And boy, is everybody mad at you. And I'm like, well, first of all, eh, whoever was doing that was not doing it with my permission. I called the four or five people that I send out to do stuff 
Uh, I have people that I'll send out to gather information for me for stories, but nobody knows who they are. And I called them and said, like, were you guys involved in, and everybody denied it. So then somebody finally sent me a copy of the tape. It's about an hour long. We're not going to be able to get to the whole hour. I've got about eight minutes of, of video that I pulled from it, though, because, and I know, I'm sorry, Dave Consoli, Dave Idkinsoli, it's fucking hilarious. And I'm going to point out a couple of things that are hilarious. By the way, the guy who did this is very well-versed in the First Amendment. I picked up something he said on, I think it's the first video, where one of the city employees in Methuen picked up his phone and was pretending he was going to take the guy's picture. For some reason, the guy's name was Darren. I don't know why he was doing that. And the guy that was taking the video said, go ahead, take my picture with your phone. That becomes a public record and I can get access to your phone. Now, that sounds really bizarre, but that's absolutely true. There was a time when Bethune City Councils were texting each other during a meeting and somebody sent in a public records request for copies of those texts and they have to be turned over. They have to be turned over. If you're a public employee and you use your phone to take a picture during the performance of your job, that's a public record. Whether you're a city councilor sitting at a meeting or you're the building inspector taking a picture of some guy giving you trouble, what you've done is now a public record. It's now available to the public. By the way, police body cams, those are all public records. The videos inside City Hall in Lawrence, the video cameras inside City Hall in Methuen, those are all public records. Anytime you want, you can send in a public records request. And I know, because I wrote the state's public records law, Mass General Law Chapter 66, you send in an email and you say, under the state public records law, Mass General Law Chapter 66, please turn over copies of the following documents or videos or audios, whatever you're requesting. And they have to give it to you. They have to give it to you. And if they don't give it to you, you call me right away. Because I've got the guy at the Secretary of State's office on speed dial. And whenever I call him, in under an hour, a phone call is made and I have the documents that I need. Because I've done this so many times now. So let's get to this video. So let me give you the, the, the buildup. So he starts recording before he walks in the building. We don't have that part here. He goes to a bunch of empty offices. He's looking around on the first floor. He goes into some offices. People, a couple of people kind of look at him sideways, like, what's this guy up to? He walks into the Veterans Services office, and Paul Jensen, the Veterans Services director, is sitting at his desk. And he walks in, and he says, hello, sir. And Paul Jensen, the Veterans Services officer, says, hello. And he says, what office is this? And he says, the Veterans Service office. He says, oh, great, you're giving benefits to our veterans. Something to the effect of, you know, they deserve everything we can give them. They fought for our country. Paul Jensen says, yes, they did. He says, okay, well, I'm, I'm just shooting a video. And he closed the door and he leaves. No problem. Paul Jensen handled it perfectly. I wish we had the video, but we don't have enough time to show you everything on the one-hour videotape. He then walks to a bunch of other offices. And he gets to inspectional services or the building, building commissioner's office. And it doesn't go quite so well. Remember, this is City Hall in Methuen, a public building. These are public employees doing their public job during the day in a public building. And also remember, there are cameras in this office that anybody can send a public records request in to see a copy of. And if they audio record, which they're not allowed to do, but if they're audio recording, they have to turn that over too. 
Here's what happened. That we picked this up now. He's walked in, and people kind of looked at him sideways. The guy that he's speaking to at the beginning of this video, his name is Darren. I don't know him. He's probably a really nice guy. But this is not about shaming the, the specific employees. This is just about educating people about what your rights are. And he's very flustered. He's not sure what's going on. He's already kind of confronted the guy in a passive-aggressive way, like, can I help you? What are you doing here? None of that is on this. This is after that, after that initial contact, and the guy is now a little pissed off because the guy with the video camera is not giving him any answers. They asked him, like, what are you doing here? He said, I'm doing a story. And then the guy gets a little aggressive with him, and here's what happens. We're going to stop this periodically as we go. No, it's nothing like that. Well, this person belongs to residents. Where? I don't see any. Okay. Well, I'm not here for that. I told you what I was doing. Doing a story on the town, town hall. <clears throat> and you guys are public employees, right? Okay. So there's cameras everywhere, right? So what difference does my camera make? Literally, I can fully request them cameras. Yeah, and, 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 right. So. I was going to turn around and somebody with a mask on is taking a video of me. That's kind of a little unsettling. How about this? Where are you from? And you said you can't tell me. How about this? No mask. Is that bad for you? Yeah, you can yeah. see my face. You want to see my head, too? Where are you from? I don't answer questions like that. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have to tell you where he's from or why he's doing it. I am public. I am the public. And I have the right to decline. I told you what I was doing. I said I'm doing a story. I'm with Owen. I'm making my way up there. I'm making my way up there. I'm making the whole building so far. Well, you can ask me, but I'm I'm gonna decline that because uh, don't touch me. Don't touch me, sir. I've been told this before. Do not put your hands on me. Okay, you're gonna what? You throw me out of a public office? I'm asking you to leave. Politely. He has okay. no right to ask him to leave here. He has no right to ask him to leave. He has no right to put his hands on the guy. Stop pushing the door into me. He has no right to push the door into him. You're on film. You're doing this on film. You're a public worker, right? I understand that. Why are you, why are you pushing me out of the office? Well, I don't need permission. I do not need permission. I do not need permission. don't need permission to come in here and ask By the way, they deny this when the cops show up. No, I don't. There's private stuff. Okay. Okay. Can you pause I'm, that for a second? Is that possible? My rights, you can't. Of what I'm doing. To, to come in here with your camera, then I have no problem with that. But until I don't happens, need, I have permission. Okay. I have permission by the government. I have permission by the government. I understand what you're saying. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. I do. What's your name? I don't even know who I'm talking to. Gene Walsh. And who are you? Yeah. I'm the building commissioner. You're the building commissioner. So you're the top dog. In this office, probably, yes. Okay, and you act like I this to the public? Like and you act like this to the public? When somebody comes in... Are you an elected official? Yeah. Or are you hired? I'm hired. You're hired? Okay, good. <laughs> you too? Okay. All right. I have no problem. You can pause? I don't see... All right, so I, I, I just, there's something. <laughs> wow, this is just so delicious. I watched this a hundred times. I can't get enough of it. So this guy that's doing this probably runs into this all the time because I run into this all the time because I'm always out filming stuff, right? Until I got sick, but, but and surely I'm going to be doing it again. One of the excuses that public employees who they become fascist. They're probably really nice people out of work. But when they're in work, they immediately become fascist. Like, you need their permission for everything. And they will lie and make up anything. So here's a guy. Now, think about this. Here's a guy. Not the guy on the screen, but the other guy. Oh, you're not watching the screen. The, the guy, Darren, the first guy that, that, um, that approaches him, says, there's confidential documents. We can't have you taking pictures or videos because there's confidential documents of residents. This is the building commission, right? 
This is the building commissioner's office. There shouldn't be any documents in the building commissioner's office that isn't a public record. There shouldn't be anything. If the building commissioner goes to Dairy Queen and they write, there's no Dairy Queen in Methuen, so I'm just giving you an example. If the building commissioner goes to Dairy Queen and writes them up because their fire extinguishers aren't correct or their access way is blocked or whatever, they built a, they built a, a, a porch and they didn't get a permit for it. That's all public record. There's nothing in there that's not a public record. There's nothing in the building commissioner's office that is not a public record. You know what's not a public record? If you go into the payroll department, someone's social security number on their paycheck is not a public record. If he was in the payroll office, he might have problems. Like, that might be an issue, right? But otherwise... You're in the building commissioner's office. I can't think. Maybe there's an exception that I'm not thinking of. But I, I, I'm, I'm pretty well versed in municipal government. I can't think of anything that would be in a building commissioner's office that would not be a public record. All right, let's keep going. I don't see what the problem is here. You know what I mean? You're trying to push me out the door. I am going right? to push you out the door in a second because I'm asking you politely to leave. And if and you put your hands on me, I'll hit, I'll hit you with assault charges, okay? okay? Because you can't touch nobody, Okay. Well, if I need to close the door so that I can go to work, I you don't need. You you're going to. You're closing the door because I'm, I'm here with a camera. So I can conduct business, please. No, this door is always open, sir. There's a lot of other rooms here. Go, go to one of the other rooms and do your filming. But before you come back here into my office, go upstairs and get permission from the mayor's office. You don't, don't need permission. Have, I have you, permission. You do have to do that. I have I'm permission you to do that. I'm asking you to do that. Is this city hall? Okay. I will not go anywhere that is private or personal. This is an open office. I came in here to get some pictures, and you jumped down my throat. I didn't jump down your throat. You jumped down my throat. You, you, you yeah, actually put your hands did. on me. You're trying to push the door into me out the door. I didn't touch you yet. Yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, he did. I'm not trying to create nothing, sir. I didn't see. You asked me a question when I came in here. You you asked me what I was doing when I came in here. And he's still bitching about the mask. I don't need permission. I do not need. No, there is no permission needed for me to film in public areas. Can we pause that again? So, a couple things I want to say about this. In their defense, in their defense in City Hall, people who work for City Hall in any community deal with threats from the public on a regular basis. They're right about that. They're right about that. And it is unsettling when somebody comes into your office, no matter where you work, and they're filming you and they're kind of getting in your face and you don't know what they're all about. There's a guy sitting here watching the, uh, watching the podcast today. When I came in, he kind of had his back to me over there. I didn't know who he was. Me and Chrissy kind of looked at each other like, eh, who's this guy? Is he with you? No. Is he with you? No. So, so I, in their defense, I get that. I get their uncomfortableness. I get that, that uh, public employees deal with threats to city halls in every community all the time. So they want to make sure that they're not dealing with someone who's going to be violent. They have to make sure that this is not going to be a problem beyond what the guy is saying. However, the guy took his mask off and revealed who he was. He walked in with a, not, it's not like a, like a robber's mask. He was walking in with like one of those chin diaper masks from COVID. Because there's a, there's a sign outside that says you have to wear a mask if you walk into this, into this office. And then the guy gives him crap about wearing a mask. So he takes the mask off, and I assume he takes off his hat. He says, if you want to see my head too. And these people continue 
to try and block this guy and tell him he needs permission. Now, the guy, the building inspector guy, is probably the nicest guy in the world. And again, I don't want to disparage these people as individuals, okay? Because they probably are really nice people. They probably do a great job at City Hall. But but you're a public employee, and you should know that you work for the public. And you should know that in the process of doing your job, people can take pictures or video of you all they want. As long as they're obvious about it, they're not concealing a microphone in their coat or in their hat, they don't have a secret camera in their glasses, that's all illegal because Massachusetts is a two-party consent state. But if you're in public, especially if you're in a public building and you're obvious that you're recording, there's nothing you can do. What these guys should have done is they should have ignored him. Because I can tell you, as somebody who deals with conflict on a regular basis in these kinds of things, when I show up at a scene somewhere, when I show up somewhere in public and I'm taping and somebody starts getting all huffy, if they get huffy and they come over and they ask me what I'm doing and I say, I'm not going to tell you, and they walk away, I finish filming what I want to film, I leave and there's no conflict. It's over. That's it. It's done. Right? So there's, uh, there's a, a place in Methuen... Um, over by, uh, by Manzi Park Gardens that I was, I was at and I was, filming, I was filming an accident and I saw something that I thought was weird. It was kind of a building that was behind a bunch of trees, but it had no access way. So I kind of walked through, the, through the, the woods a little bit for maybe 30, 40 feet and I took some pictures, I took some video. Three guys came out right away. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you, why are you filming our business? Well, I have every right to film your business. I have every right as long as I'm not on your property. Am I on your property? No. Then I have every right to do it. And these guys were very, very difficult to deal with. They went and they got their supervisor. The supervisor came out and said, I called the police station and they said, you got to let, as long as the guy's not on your property, there's nothing you can do. So again, I just want to say, this guy, Darren, might be the nicest guy in the world. The building commissioner guy, I've already forgotten his name. I don't know either of these two individuals. Probably the nicest guy in the world. But this is a good lesson. This is a good teachable moment for all municipal employees. I don't care what department you work for. I don't care if you're a cop. I don't care if you're a teacher. I don't care what you are. If you work for the public, they have, people have every right to take your picture, to record you. You are a public employee out in public. All right, let's keep going because somehow we're running out of time. I don't know how that works. What's your name? So you're not going to get permission. What's your name? What's your name? You work here? What's your name? Do you work here? Sure. Good citizen. You're a Republican. You're in public space. Good citizen. So what are you? Good citizen. What is your name, sir? Good citizen. Okay. I'll get your name. What's your name, ma'am? Yes. You see these? You see these officials acting like fools, people? You know? I mean, I got yeah, people. There is no permission. Everybody knows that I have permission by the United States of America government. My first amendment. Wait. Have I have I videotaped any? They're sitting right there on the counter in front of your video camera. Where? Where? Oh, that's in front of my video camera, huh? You know how dumb you sound right now? <laughs> You're telling me I can't record in public. You know how stupid that sounds? You came the with a mask on and you videotaping me. First, you refused to say... Hold on, hold on, okay? First of all, first of all, the mask, it says right there... To, to wear a mask, okay? So, so, I mean, you're making no sense. You are making no sense. You won't give me your name. You're not professional. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't even bother. Right, listen to her. Don't even bother. Don't even bother. I'm going to get your name. I'm going to get your name. I'm going to get your salary. I'm going to get everything about you. That's right. That's right. And I'm going to... And he did, by the huh? way. Yeah? Is that a threat, buddy? Huh? This guy just threatened me. This guy just threatened me. He whispered it, right? But he, what he don't understand, people, is my camera has got echo effect. So, I guarantee what you just mumbled under your breath to me, okay? We got a Darren right there. Big, 
Big Darren. You know? He made this what it is. <laughs> it is Have you seen the joke? You see these? You see For these a lot of records? reasons. Town officials. Cam, go ahead. Cam, now they're calling the cops. I'll get that out of your phone. Now they're calling the cops because the cops don't have you know, like anything you know, you want to do. You can take my picture all you want. You can, you can get my video all you want, but now you made public records, pal. So don't do it. Guy knows his stuff. Guy knows his stuff. So Darren, whoever Darren is, grabbed his phone and was making like he was going to take the guy's picture, which he should have done. He should have just done it, right? I've had people do that to me. I'm, I'm in a, in a, I was at, it was New Year's Eve one night. It was probably about five years ago, and there was a horrible accident right outside the police station, right on Lowell and Common Street, Lowell and uh, Franklin Street. And they had to use the jaws of life to get the passenger out of the car. But the guy who was the driver got out. And it was his uncle that was in the car. And he got all pissed off when he saw me videotaping and came over and he assaulted me. Like, he knocked, he knocked my video camera out of my hand, yelling at me because he was all upset that I was going to – I was recording his uncle being pulled out by the jaws of life in a, in a very emotional, very difficult situation at a, at a scene. And, you know, I went over to the cops and I'm like, aren't you going to lock this guy up? He just, he just assaulted me. And they were like, eh, talk to us when we're done. Like, we're busy. And when they were done, they came over and they go, do you still want us to? And I'm like, no, nah, you know what? Just, just, just let it go. But I deal with this all the time. And I get that people are stupid. Most people don't know their rights. When I was growing up, everybody knew their constitutional rights. Everybody. Everybody knew the three rights enshrined in the First Amendment to the Constitution. And everybody knew what their rights were. So if you're over the age of 40, this is going to stymie you that there are public officials out there, public employees out there, who don't know their rights that don't know the First Amendment, that don't know that as public employees in a public building, you can record them all you want. So they call the police, and the police show up. Now, these guys handled this all wrong, and hopefully there was a job training. Hopefully Mayor Perry ordered job training for all the people in Methuen City Hall on how to deal with this in the future. It's a good idea. Just, just do it. If Mayor Perry, if you're listening, he claims he doesn't watch the show, but every time I say something negative about him, he throws it in my face. So I know he does. You guys should be scheduling a job training for all of your employees in all of your departments everywhere to let them know what, what the public's rights are when they're dealing with the public. All right, so they call the cops. Let me tell you something. I was very proud of them with the one PD. They did a phenomenal job handling this. But I think it's because... Police officers deal with people putting cameras in their face everywhere they go today. And so they know what the laws are when it comes to cameras, when it comes to the public, and what they can and can't do. And so I'm going to show this to you. It's about three minutes long, and we'll stop it if we have to. But it's just so delicious. It's just so great. Videoing us doesn't give us a name. It's illegal to be in a public place taking photos and filming and stuff like that. Hi, sir. How are you? What's your name? Brandon Fong. Officer Brandon Fong. What's your badge number? 139. 139. How you doing, sir? Good try, I'm good. You still out here, Um, I prefer not to. Okay. <laughs> What's, What's up? going on? Nine. Okay. Said doing a story. Okay. I told these people, they asked me cordially, and I, I told them what I was doing. And then, and then and then he wanted to turn it into a big, uh, so to say, shit show, you know? Okay. Trying to push me out the door. This okay. is a public office. Like I said, I'm doing a story. Okay. Okay, I'm in public. Okay. And he asked him to leave and go upstairs. And get permission. And get permission to come down here with the And I told him I don't need permission. I'm in a public area. Why would I tell you my story? Then, then I blow my story. I can't tell you my story. Right. Until I'm, 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 I'm,
so there's no interruptions. All right? Just, I'm, I'm just asking you to step right from the hallway and have a conversation with me. Can we do that? What are we trying to conversate? There's nothing to conversate about. Well, I can get your story without everyone else talking in it. I just, told you my, I just told you my story. I came in here. Okay. I was filming. They said, what are you doing? I told them what I was doing. Okay. He came out from behind the counter over there okay. and tried pushing me out the door. Actually pushing the door up against me. I have it on film. He's our supervisor and I went together because yeah. he's our supervisor and he did not push you out of the door. What a liar. You can, you can lie all we you want. We watched the, the video. video we know that, right? And like I told these people, right? They're worried about my camera. There's cameras in here, right? I can FOIA request some cameras. You know what I mean? That's right. So, I mean, I don't know what the big deal is. I'm doing a story. Are you, are you done with your I'm not business? done. I'm not done. Why doesn't everyone go back to their desks? Right, exactly. I didn't talk to this gentleman. That, that's all, you know. I, and we'll go from there. There was no need for right. this unprofessional leader to, to approach me like he did. You know what I mean? There was no, I, you, I'll show you, I'll show you the video and you can see that this guy's an absolute liar. You know, everybody lies, but the video doesn't lie. And this, and, for sure. and this guy, and this guy, nobody wants to give me their name in here. Okay, so. That's actually the worst thing that happened is them lying. What are you looking for? Is anything I can help you with? You know, absolutely one in every building. Now I'm going to have a chauffeur for the rest of the time I'm here. <laughs> you know it. They're going to make your life difficult. Oh, what's it say? Mass required in public spaces. Oh, really? And, 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 and so you see what I'm saying when she told you about the mask? You see what I'm saying? Absolutely senseless, sir. What does it say right there? And then we're all over the building. What's your name, sir? Good. Badge number, Lieutenant? L23. L23. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. What's your name? I'm a good citizen. You can dress me by good citizen. All right. What can we do for you? Nothing. Are you good? I didn't call you. Everything's perfect. All right. So, um, so the inspector's office, they came out. They called us because this gentleman came out uh, wearing his mask. We should. They, they, they didn't like him video, uh, video recording them. They asked if they could help. He asked their names. They wouldn't give them names. He got upset with that, I believe. I didn't get upset. I said you're professional. God bless Lieutenant Ayello. And I'm sorry that I can't remember the other two officers' names because I don't know them, but I do know Officer Lieutenant Aiello. God bless these police officers. Handled it exactly right. And the conclusion of this video, which we don't have time for because there's five minutes left, is that the police officers told the city employees he has every fucking right. They didn't say fucking, but I did. He has every right to tape you while you're doing your job in City Hall in a public building when you're a public employee during the public's time. And I get frustrated by this stuff because I've even had police officers give me shit. I've even had cops give me a hard time. And thank God the Lawrence cops, they all know who I am now. They've all been warned. Like if there's a shooting, you could expect Tommy Duggan to show up, right? But every once in a while, I veer into Methuen and there's cops, a lot of cops have been through that I don't know. And I've had cops come over and be like, uh, what are you doing? But I've never been abused by a Methuen cop. Andover's a different story. Someday I'll do a whole show on what goes on in Andover. And by the way, Salem, New Hampshire. I have a video that I posted. Uh, a guy, so I was driving down Essex Street one day. Real, real quick story. I know we're almost out of time. I'm driving down Essex Street one night. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And a cop comes flying by me. And it had to be 80 miles an hour. So I pulled over because I could hear sirens. So obviously this guy was getting chased. I didn't want to be part of the chase. I just wanted video. So I went live. I turned on my camera on my, on my, in my car. The police cruiser went whizzing by me way faster than 90 mi- 80 miles an hour. And I, and I followed him. So we're going out Essex Street. Now Essex Street downtown is all flat. But when you pass McDonald's, it, it starts to go up Tower Hill. So you're going up a hill, and then on the other side of Tower Hill, it starts to come down. Well, where it starts to come down, 
the two cars, when I get there, the, the car is pulled over and the cruiser is pulled over behind him. And as I'm pulling up behind the cruiser, and this is all on video, the three people in the car that the cop is chasing get out of the car, rush past the cop that's walking toward them, jump in his cruiser and steal it and take off. Now, I've got the scanner on, and I, and I see that it's a Salem cruiser, so I put on the Salem channel. By the way, none of the Lawrence cops knew that this was going on because he didn't bother to radio ahead that he was coming into Lawrence through Methuen from Salem. And the guy, the cop, instead of jumping in their car and chasing him, which I don't know if that's legal or not, he sees me. So, again, this is all on video. He approaches me, and I said, hey, listen, I got the whole thing on video if you need it for court later on. I got the whole thing on video. And I'm about to tell him that I'm a journalist, and I'm about to hand him a newspaper, and he flips out on me. You have no right to record this. He starts berating me. He starts demanding my phone. He starts demanding that I delete the video. I'm not deleting that fucking video. That guy could have taken me out of that car and beaten me senseless. I was not going to delete that video. I was there to help him. I was there to protect him. Here's the funny part, and I also saved the, the voicemail. He called me and left me a voicemail the next day because I posted the video on YouTube saying I had committed a crime and that I needed to report to the Salem Police Department because I was going to be under arrest the minute I showed up. So I called the police chief. First, I called the Lawrence police chief. Then I called the North Andover police chief. Just a double and triple check to make sure I was on, but I knew I was, but I, I just wanted to be, I wanted backup. I wanted to make sure. So I called the police chief in Salem, New Hampshire, and I said, listen, I want to start off by telling you, my father was a cop who was murdered in the line of duty. There is nobody in the field of journalism who's more pro-cop than I am. And then I told him what happened, and then I played the, the audio recording of the message that the officer left me. And I followed up by saying, look, I'm not asking you to discipline the cop. I'm not asking you to fire the cop. I'm not asking you to take him off his shift, suspend him for two days, whatever. Here's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to send a memo down during roll call for all, for all the cops that are going to be working from now on and let them know that it's against the Constitution to stop somebody from videotaping them. And it certainly is a crime to threaten to arrest somebody for something they didn't do against the law. Police chief was very nice, thanked me for being a nice guy, thanked me for not looking for retribution. I never heard from this guy again. I kind of expected a phone call and an apology, but whatever, whatever. But that was like, I don't know, I'm going to say it was five or six years ago that that happened. And this happens all the time. It happens all the time. The Lawrence cops and the Methuen cops, they're very well versed in this. And hopefully after that incident, the Salem, New Hampshire cops are also well-versed in this as well. But you've got to understand if you're a municipal employee, you work for us. And I know that kind of sounds a little arrogant. And by the way, this guy was being a total dickhead. He could have been nicer about it, but he didn't want to be nicer about it. He wanted to show, he wanted to educate the public about what you deal with when you're dealing with Government employees who think you work for them. That, that building inspector must have said seven times that I counted at least, you need permission. You don't need permission. You don't need permission. You don't need to ask the government for permission to exercise your First Amendment right, whether you're a journalist or a regular citizen like this guy, Good Citizen. He's on um, YouTube, at the at symbol, Fight for Your Rights. 
Um, it's MAA Audit. Is, I don't want to give him a free plug because he's doing God's work. Again, was he a little bit of an asshole? Yes, he was. I watched another video of him at the Drakeit Police Station last week. He was even more of an asshole. I, I, it was hard for me to justify some of the things he was doing in that video, but he still had the right to do it. And so I want to leave you with this today. I think this is a very good, a very good teachable moment for everybody. I, I want to leave you with this. If you are a government employee, remember, when you're dealing with members of the public, they're your boss, not the other way around. You need their permission. They don't need your permission. And I will leave you at that. I want to thank our sponsors. You can roll up Mel. Uh, JG's Ice Cream, our buddy's over here. Doesn't matter that it's cold. Doesn't matter that it's snowing out. It's always a good time for JG's Ice Cream. Pleasant Valley Landscaping Contractors. David Consoli, who's probably going to be here next week. AFC Urgent Care. The Doug Mercurio Law Office. Clear Path for Veterans New England. Tomo and Shaken Seafood. Borelli's Deli, Part 28. EIS Investigation and Gun Training. Marston and Sun Construction. Zany Pesci Law Office and Century 21 McLennan Real Estate. Wow, see, he's even got me doing it now. McLennan Real Estate. Now, Randy Carter did send me something that I told him that I'd read on the air, but I can't find it. It's probably here. If I can get it before the end of Mel, I will. It's a notice. Let's see. Yeah, I don't see it. Carter. Let's try that. Employee Fair. Okay, we got this now. He's telling you to go home, but you got to wait a second. January 17th is an employee fair at the VFW in Methuen from 4 to 7 p.m. I will post this on my page. Melvin Taylor says you got to go home, so go home already. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.